0: in 2011. I have no idea about journalism or human rights time, but my father got arrested after the revolution, random arrested. Uh, I used to uh, visit him. uh, And there, a lot of families uh, have the same situation, like no one know about them. So I start to just write uh, on my Facebook account about what I see. After that, I, I have a meeting with uh, Khalid al He uh, asked me to take a laptop and uh, write it. After a while, I found uh, the draft publisher on the Badil uh, website with my name. And uh, yeah, I started uh, my work. Uh, Journalists uh, in that time helped me with my puzzle case and they inspired me i decided to be one of them i, I, I chose uh, to cover human rights violation in egypt i felt we, we should uh, telling the, the other story that the state want to uh, deny it you're listening to exposing the invisible interviews with investigators about their methods their communities and what motivates them to keep going? My name is Basnam Mustafa. I'm an uh, investigative uh, journalist from Egypt, and uh, now uh, based in uh, Berlin. I um, focus uh, on uh, uh, human rights uh, violation in Egypt and. Uh, I got arrested three times in Egypt because of uh, my uh, my journalistic work, and uh, because of uh, this I flee the country since um, two years. The first thing I um, have a passion uh, to. To cover it was um, uh, a military court uh, against civilians. civilian. After that, I uh, started to learn some tools, uh, and I was uh, I was in the field uh, covering the demo, write about uh, random arrested and how the state attacks activist and uh, human rights defender. Yeah, I think until uh, 2013. The coup happened, and the first thing uh, CC did uh, was uh, to control uh, uh, the media outlet. Um, and um, I started to working as a freelance uh, investigative uh, journalist. If you are a journalist in the field, you, your life, your report, everything goes in the street to cover what happened in the street. So no time to think about a, a big story or a big investigation or uh, specific information you want to uh, figure out uh, because you're focused on uh, what's going on now on the street. Uh, I I did shift between uh, field journalist and investigative journalist because in somehow in Egypt there is no field anymore for any journalist. <laughs> like to case, this is a, a a guy who got tortured and killed in a police station in Egypt. And I went to the field, um, uh, reported about the case, but there I, I found this incident uh, must uh, be more more big. Uh, so I, I, I investigate uh, the whole information, but I was in the field. And after that, I, I published investigation, a big investigation, but the format was different. It's just a big investigation, but all, all the information... I collected was from the street, from the hospital, from uh, uh, witnesses. I think field journalism and investigate uh, journalism must be connected. I love uh, and enjoy collecting uh, the information and uh, the verification uh, process it's really amazing <laughs> because it's like a puzzle uh, at first you have nothing maybe you have uh, one piece of this puzzle and uh, you started to uh, have the second piece and third piece and collect more and more and more and more until you have the whole image clear and really this this process is is very amazing to me and uh, exciting uh, because when I collect the old pieces, I feel power. I feel the importance of uh, our job and uh, our role. In March 2016, I I was working in... (laughs) Dotmaster, and Dotmaster is an Egyptian website, but uh, uh, Egyptian intelligence control uh, control it. And uh, in that time, I didn't know really. I didn't know this information. I was in New York uh, when I started my work with them, and when I was there, um, I read uh, a news about uh julio murder Haida Abbasi, al jazeera julia Regeni went missing in cairo on the 25th of january the fifth anniversary of the uprising in egypt his body was found nine days later in a ditch beaten burned and electrocuted egyptian investigators say Regeni was killed by a criminal gang his mother rejects this account When I read the, the, the title of the news, I have this feeling they they are lying. Uh, so I, I, I said in my mind, yeah, maybe when I arrive Egypt, I have to visit uh, these people. And I, I remembered what happened to my father. I have this feeling towards the families as a victim because yeah, the, the, their son killed. And after that, the whole the whole media uh, write uh, shit about them and publish their name, their photo. I went back and I told my editor-chef I have an investigation and about <laughs> the five people uh, were killed uh, last week and security forces uh, charged uh, uh, them with uh, Jolie Rogini murder we done the investigation and everything is clear, the information is correct, uh, the verification is done. And after that, the, the editor editorship said something like, yeah, we have to wait uh, to the management uh, approval. Uh, so we will not publishing this investigation now. And uh, I start to feel, yeah, something weird, something not correct. My colleague uh, who reviews the investigation after me already, and he see everything is done, everything is clear. He decided to publish the investigation without waiting their approval. After that, they publish uh, a decision like uh, Basma Mustafa uh, shouldn't write about uh, political or human rights in Egypt or military or uh, police officers. And they put me in a uh, lifestyle department. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I stayed uh, one month in that place. And after that, uh, I decided to leave because I got arrested in March 24, 2016. Uh, when they released me after they got some calls, uh, and I start to understand that something something big happened outside. And after they released me, I found that the Italian prosecution published a statement about me. And, yeah, when I arrived uh, my office, uh, my colleagues told me that... Uh, there was a kind of cooperation between security and the management to, to hand it over me. I think the uh, uh, case and the Egyptian, the five Egyptian uh, dead. Not the first, but the, the big investigation uh, journalism I did and put me on the list uh, <laughs> uh, for the Egyptian security. And of course, also for me, to, to in, in, after this uh, investigation, I start to, to figure out my tools and my power as a a journalist, and what can I do, and uh, what's what's the topic I will cover uh, uh, in the next investigation. The investigation made something like um, mapping for me, for, for for my journalistic work, for Basma, There is no one way to pick my stories. First, I I have to follow up the news every day, every morning. Uh, For me, the official news is more uh, interesting to take the information from them. And after that, you you make your research. So you will find when and where they are lying. And in this uh, topic and in this information, uh, maybe there is something to investigate. Another way uh, to be uh, to be among people, and you have open ears to listen everything, to uh, to just listen to the people, what they are saying, what they are experience. Uh, and of course, uh, I, I when I was in Egypt, I until I got arrested and the flee, I I still have this connection with with the field uh, when something. Happening in the field, and I know it. Maybe it's it was very risky, but uh, I always tell tell myself, telling myself, yeah. But you have do it. You have to you, you you must uh, be there and uh, try to protect uh, yourself the most. But all, also we should uh, bring this story from the street. Because it happened in the street, so yeah. And I start to telling myself every day, Basma is the most important. If Basma not well, she can do nothing. In, in Berlin, I uh, I decided to go charity hospital. I registered myself in uh, Mental health program for journalists uh, like me and have the same experience uh, with me prison in their country and now uh, Living in exile Uh, And I think uh, I keep uh, I I make uh, progress in uh, my mental health now I'm um, working uh, with the um, Mnemonic uh, organization in uh, Sudanese Archive. We make uh, an um, open-source investigation about coup uh, uh, in Sudan. And we make an open-source documentation about uh, human rights crime in Sudan. And uh, I found the uh, open uh, open resources it's really amazing and very interesting and uh, I, I use it now to cover a lot of crime from Sudan just uh, online. I collect a video and the photo show 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 violation and. Uh, uh I start to know about how to verification this video from from Google Map. I can define uh, where this crime happened and uh, which street so these tools I think enable me to work again about egypt uh from mm-hmm. from distance or from the exile. There is uh, no safety guarantee, uh, 100%. (laughs) But as a journalist, you have to follow some rules. Uh, The safety uh, measure, not just for the journalist, but also for our resources. Usually, I use signal, encrypted mail. uh, I close um, my location from everything, uh, my phone, my laptop. I did risk assignment always, but yeah, you know in military country like Egypt, not all of the tools can work. I think in egypt they they they, they pay a lot of money to to be in advance in this topic, the how to how how they spy on journalists and human rights defender. I think all the journalists know about the risk in in journalism uh, work, and they have to accept it. If if we didn't accept the risk in our job, we will not working again. Something something the something keeping me uh, work. Just I, I accept the risk in 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 my work and. We we shouldn't, as a journalist, pay something for our work. But, at somehow you find yourself, you pay something. I am tired a lot uh, of because of journalism, and some sometimes I take break or keep distance for some months. But uh, I always come back, and yeah, I think after I left Egypt. I feel I I hate the journalism the most because it it's just uh, it exposed me to pain but after after I start to calm down and think about everything I just remember that when I decide to work as a journalist as a journalist I accept the risk I think I I keep working as a journalist for the justice and for the other story and for the unheard voice. It's really an amazing job and it can change our present and our future if we just keep telling the truth. You've been listening to the second season of Exposing the Invisible. Podcast by Tactical Tech with funding from SIDA. Interview and production by Mariam Abougezi. From Tactical Tech, the Exposing the Invisible team is Laura Ranka, Lika Plucher, Marek Tyshinsky, and Christy Lang.